Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey guys, Matt Donald here. Just letting you know once again that I now have a Patreon. I mean, now. I say now. It's been a while. But, you know, I'm just like, I like to let people know. Uh, at patreon.com slash matthewdonald. There you can find bonus content for both the Ritwit and Paleobites, my two podcasts, although I'm a bit slacking on Ritwit content. I need to post some more stuff there, but there's plenty of Paleobite stuff at least, and that's the show you're hearing this in front of, so that's what matters. But there's plenty of bonus content in general. For Paleobites, we look at different pop culture featuring prehistoric animals, and this month we're talking about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, the fifth installment of the Jurassic Park series and the second installment of the new Jurassic World trilogy. That's good stuff. Also, my uh, nephew, my 10-year-old nephew, is the co-host, so that's pretty cute, right? He's nice. He's a good co-host. And also, that movie, like a lot of people hate it, I love it. I think it's great stuff. Link to the Patreon is in the description. Thank you for your support, and have a wonderful rest of your day! I can't sing. I can't even hold a note. Roar! Growl! Snarl! Bellow! Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast where we marvel the Mesozoic, praise the Paleozoic, celebrate the Cenozoic, and rubbish our reputations. My name is Matthew Donald, and each week I'm the rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. Although this week, we're actually not talking about an animal. <laughs> we're actually talking about a whole other genus. A whole other kingdom. It's something yes. in the kingdom of life. But anyways, this week I'm joined by someone who... Uh, is so hyped after hiking seven miles. She's walked 500 miles and she <laughs> will walk 500 more. Natasha Crack, how are you? Hello, everyone. <laughs> how, are you? Yeah, how are you? I'm doing quite well. You are. You, you're, you've been active today. You've hiked yes. out in the beautiful snow-melting day that it is today. Yes. Recording in late February, or even, but it'll probably be way later that this will come out. I don't know, we'll see. Uh... Yeah, there's, it's a good day. It is a good day. I might go, I might actually, maybe I'll go out and walk around in the park later. I don't know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I don't know, I, I should exercise. I really should. But I don't! <laughs> I do a little, but I, I do, I need two more. Uh, let's see, dinosaur or prehistoric animal, or not even prehistoric animal at this point. No, Related, no, prehistoric question. fungus. Yes, but I'm trying to think of a question to ask you, uh, so it might surprise you that I also am a little bit of a gardener. You are, that's right. I think you've told me that. Uh, yes, I have a small collection of house plants. Okay. Ooh, here's the question then. If you could take any prehistoric plant and put it in your garden, which one? 
Ooh, so I'm not as well versed in prehistoric plants as you I got would like. You got cycads, you got those sequoia dendron trees that are like 200 feet tall. You got like. <laughs> None of them grow well here in Colorado. That's even true. the modern ones. The ferns, you got fur. You got these things that we'll talk about, which aren't plants, but they're. Ferns are actually a lot of fun to grow, and I have grown a few. Cycads are quite big. You got ginkgo trees, yes. which are still around today, but they were really prominent back then, too. I Hey, even the magnolia, but uh, that grows better in the deep south. Yes, so um, to our southern friends, magnolias—they date back to the dinosaurs. They do. Conifers are one of the oldest trees. And yes, and they still grow well to this yes, day. Yes, exactly. Hey, you can even have some in your backyard. You know what's even older than trees, though, in the prehistoric record? Sharks. <laughs> yeah, sharks predate trees. <laughs> That's just so folks, crazy. Everybody, to me. Folks, sharks predate trees. That's so weird. <laughs> I mean, and terrifying. I've threatened to talk about Hybotus on this show before. I, I want to talk about it. You know Hybotus? It's a prehistoric shark. Ooh. It's not really that notable. It's not, It's like six or seven feet long. It has cool horns on its uh, fins, though. However, what is really notable about it, though, is that it's one of the longest living genuses of all time. Oh, awesome. It lived, it evolved in the Permian period. Uh-huh. And didn't die until the dinosaurs died out in the in the Cretaceous. That's and, incredible. That's over two hundred million years. Very few genuses can claim that. <laughs> like unchanged because evolution was like this is perfect. <laughs> I mean, sharks are basically that way to this day. Right. Although I guess eventually it did die out. The meteor was too much for it. Somehow it survived the Permian extinction, but not the Cretaceous extinction. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Take that. What theorized that one of those early extinctions was caused by a gamma ray burst. I don't know if the per- I think the Permian one was caused by volcanoes. The Gamma ah. Reverse is probably the one the Silurian, the Ordovician, or whatever, which we will talk about because that's when this thing creature. I was gonna say creature, but it's not a creature. This thing we're talking about. It's when it came in. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about uh, we're breaking tradition a little bit. Uh, not a prehistoric animal, but it is a prehistoric l- organism. It, it is still alive. Uh, Prototaxites isn't. Ah. Uh, uh. But, um, well, fungus is a fungus. kingdom of life. It is. Fungi are still alive, but this one is not. Uh, it means True. early you, Prototaxites. Uh, it's a terrestrial fungi, possibly a lichen. It's hard to tell with fossils. Yeah, you really um, can't tell unless it's got leaves, and this thing didn't. Uh, something they used to think it might have. I don't know. It's like a whole thing of like studying it. It's hard to tell. Size? So this is why I brought up. It was three feet slash one meter wide. And up to 26 feet slash 8 meters high. That's impressive for a fungus. It's enormous. And this is also before, like, trees evolved as this thing lived. So first, when you had these forests of these things, maybe a little few ferns or whatever dot around, that's a weird forest. That would be a very strange forest to walk through. Yeah. It would almost make the Earth seem like another planet. It would. Diet, uh, like all fungi, it's like dissolved carbon molecules through secreted digestive enzymes. Interesting. Yeah, that's its diet technically. I, I can do it. You know, I want to make sure all these are like the same, so like type, size, diet, time, location. You know, all that stuff. But regardless of what kind of animal it is, I'm like, I'm gonna keep it consistent, or even Fair. if it's not an animal. <laughs> time, late Silurian to late Devonian, four hundred and thirty to three hundred and sixty million years ago. So not a lot was living on the land. Not a lot. Um, few invertebrates at best. Yes. Uh, location: England is where the first fossils were found, but they were potentially in many different places. It was described in 1859. Pop culture fans, your average porn. Because this, <laughs> this thing is very phallic. If you look at this thing, it's... <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't resist on that one. I mean, just do a quick Google search. You'll see what we mean. Like, so, yeah, this thing is no animal, but it was the biggest organism of its time by far. Uh, they were like the obelisks of the early Paleozoic, only even more phallic. <laughs> 
<laughs> Actually, that's true. You know, if you look at like the well, Egyptian mythology. That's the obelisks are meant to be that way. No, actually, obelisks were something entirely different. Really, they were meant to be frozen beams of sun from the god Ra. I thought that they were like, and they were also used as clocks. Uh, really interesting. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of something different. I thought the one, maybe it's just the one that's like the temple of Geb. You know, you say Geb, and I believe you. Okay, I, I've heard Egyptian mythology is from what, interesting. There, there is an obelisk that's meant to represent the 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 earth god Geb. And his desire to get back with the sky god. Nut. I'm not surprised. And so that's why it's a giant penis because <laughs> it's meant to <laughs> show mean, his. You read Egyptian lore, right? So yeah, I mean, Rick Riordan, I love you. I love your Egyptian series. Thank you for keeping it PG. Right, because exactly. But just the it's fact that they're terrible. the fact they're represented that way, I guess. And like, if that is what obelisks mean, although I guess using it as clocks, that's also a good way to do it. But like, just that makes sense why the Washington Monument is the biggest one. <laughs> America couldn't resist. <laughs> it's America. Say what you will to our friends across the pond. It's probably true. We can make plenty of those jokes on ourselves. Mm-hmm. We'll make it easy for you. We'll give you a script. Right, exactly. But just like, yeah. But so pro taxes. <laughs> When fossils of prototaxites were first discovered by Canadian geologist Sir John William Dawson, yes, geologists can be knighted, and you thought they were lame. <laughs> Hardly. I, I always, I always fight for geologists' coolness factor. Like again, I've, I've said this before. Geologists are going to be the ones that warn us when Yellowstone is going to erupt. Yeah. So they're going to save America at some point. Show them some respect. Geologists and some of us GIS people too, because right. exactly. we're keeping an eye on it with our satellites mm-hmm. now. Indeed. Anyway, so when, when when Sir John William Dawson discovered this, he thought it firstly it belonged to a rotten conifer with fungi parts decomposing the conifer structure. Makes sense. And thus he named it Prototaxites, which means early yew, like I said, like yew tree, like Y-E-W. Uh, however, a few decades later, Scottish paleobotanist William Cuthurs, Cuthurs, here, you see this here? How's it pronounced? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Caruthers. Caruthers. I'm not even going to try. Studied it further and vehemently opposed this idea. In fact, he went so far as to wanting to rename the fossil Nematophycus, or stringy algae, which goes against the scientific convention of always using the original name for a described fossil. (laughs) Despite Dawson's best efforts to counter Caruthers' opposition, further studies of Prototaxites' microstructure made it undeniable that it was not a conifer and was, in fact, a fungi. However, uh, Dawson... Wanted to retaliate further, <laughs> and attempted to rename the fossil himself, 
to nematophyton or stringy plant. Like, it's only fitting that such a phallic-looking organism inspires such a fervent cockfight. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they say symbols have no meaning. <laughs> Clearly not in this case. Like, however, both parties end up having to eat crow due to the aforementioned scientific conventions, and thus, despite its inaccurate meaning, the name Prototaxites stuck. Uh, like, it's kind of like, that's happened before, like, you know, like, the early whales, like, one that's called Basilosaurus? Yes. It was called that because when they first discovered it, they thought it was, like, a big sea serpent. Ah, uh, yes. So, Basilosaurus means king lizard. <laughs> so, Saurus means lizard. But it's a whale! It's a so, whale. So... It's just obnoxiously long, and it, it looks very serpentine yeah, and exactly. skeleton. So, but that's why it's, even though it's, we now know it's a whale, we, we keep the name Basilosaurus. So that's, this is the same sort of thing. I uh, mean, the scientists do need to be consistent with all the changes that do happen. Mm -hmm. So naming conventions make sense right, to Right, exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so these giant fungi, like I said, formed a great forest in the Silurian and Devonian landscapes, far larger than any plant life in the time. Like, there'd still be small plants like ferns, uh, but like, when the Protexes first evolved, trees wouldn't, still wouldn't come for another 60 million years. So they would, these ferns, if that, would just form the undergrowth around these Protexes forests. And like you were saying earlier, there were no land vertebras, as the first amphibians wouldn't evolve until the very end of Prototaxites' run, meaning that the only animal life in these forests would be arachnoids, myriapods, and early insects. What a So it's an insect kingdom it for a is. while. What a weird, weird habitat these forests would be. About traveling back into that, yeah, and just, even just to look. Sounds very peaceful, though. I would imagine it would be very quiet. I don't know. Insects are violent. I guess that's true. The insect world is violent. I know. Ask any entomologist. I guess that's true, but I just like I mean, like like noise wise. I guess if there were some cicadas back then, which there wouldn't be because they that hadn't evolved yet. But if there were some insects of a comparable noise, that'd be the only noise. But there wouldn't be. That would be a very interesting landscape to even just get a glance into. Yeah, exactly. These things before. Great forest, and since there would be no trees, there would be no competition. These things could have been everywhere. Who knows? Oh, easily. <laughs> like, and a... who knows? There could even be different subspecies. Exactly. No, I'm sure there are. Like, that's the sad thing about paleontology is that most things will will not fossilize. No. We'll we'll miss a lot of well, stuff. Well, there's so many little details about it that and, we will miss, which is tragic. And also, there'll be there's so many different species we'll never know about because none of them fossilize. Yeah. That's just sad. It, it really, really quite is. But it'd be you nice to know everything. It's been a fantastic environment since day one. Time machine. We need a time machine. No, we probably shouldn't have a time no, machine. No, 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 no. We need, not this era. We need a time observing machine. Like there we, can, we go. We have goggles so we can go back in time, but we can only see, we cannot interact. Yes. If we try to interact, we're just ghosts. A time but. window of some yeah, kind. Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> um, but yeah, protons. Hey, physicists, work on it. <laughs> That'd be cool. I always thought it'd be kind of cool to like have those and like just... Use them for more mundane purposes. Like, I wonder what this place looked like uh, ten years ago. Oh, look, that building wasn't there. I mean, there's a few locations I would like to look back on. Yeah. One of which I have gone to in the backwoods. Right, that makes sense. But they could talk about, oh, what does this place look like? 1600s? Oh, wow, look at all these bison. What happened to them? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> or, hey, what did this place look like 50 years ago? Right, exactly. Just like, all these buildings weren't here. I know Highlands Ranch, this town that I'm in, it's a relatively new town. It's about yes. 30 years old, so... Yes. So, a lot of this... I remember when we just moved here. We moved here in 99, and a lot of these buildings were not here. It was much more, like, in the open. Uh, so when I first moved here, like... I mean, heck, my childhood town of Arvada yeah. has grown up a lot. It has, yeah. Um, to the point, I don't actually go to Old Town as much as I used to. 
Makes sense. Um, um, a lot of the fun stuff I remember from childhood is no longer there. So sad. <laughs> um, Growing up sucks. Just watching the Toy Story movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Protaxites. Uh, I guess there's not really much more to say about it. It's just a really big obelisk of a fungus that is just really cool. I think it's cool. It's one of those. I mean, it kind of was part of Earth's history, so why not talk about it? I know, and it's very unique on its own, notable, so I think we should talk about it. Like... These days, you don't see fungus growing vertically that tall. Right. Well, so I just... Horizontally, yeah, the forests there are still. That's true. Few... They form these little colonies, you know. Well, like... there's a few, few huge ones that are. Yeah, exactly. If you too. teach all of them as a single organism, they're something like miles long, right? Yes. So, that's pretty cool. Yes. Fungi are cool, and they still, to this day, play an important role in our environment. They do. Plus, people... Maybe people don't... Not everybody likes eating mushrooms. I certainly don't, but to those who do... Occasionally, I'll have a cream of mushroom soup when I'm feeling kind of fancy. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I use it more as an ingredient and other things. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, But yeah, Protaxites. I guess we are at the part of the show where we rated 1 out of 65 million. Uh, what do we rate this? I don't thing? know. It's weird. This is such a weird, odd episode. But I just maybe we should let the viewers rate this one. Uh, sure, knowledgeable ne- rating. Yes. You know what I'm gonna rate though. Maybe you can decide her rating. I'm gonna rate it like fifty million, just because it's so weird. It is a weird. But yeah, what's species. what's your rating, listeners? Send it in. <laughs> Like, send in your rating. And in fact, here I'll tell you how to send in your rating. Because that's it for this week. So, you can look at the whole of the podcast. You can contact me at matt's D at methadoncreator.com. You can find me on social media at methadoncreator on Facebook, at methadon64 on Twitter, and methadon64 on Instagram. Uh, yes, yeah, send us your ratings. Send us be like, what is this thing? How do I rate it? I don't know. You can be just as confused as we are. <laughs> um, we're confused about a lot of things. Oh, there's just so many things. You should have been here. I remember you talked about doing this episode. We actually did it, the Helicoprian. The shark yes. with the spirals of saw, saw. What is that creature? Somebody fill us in because I've read all kinds of reports on that thing. It's just like, I like to imagine it's spun. It's just like <laughs> carving statues in the Permian oceans. <laughs> uh, but if you're interested in writing, I have a podcast called The Red Twitch, or Two Truths to Talk About Writing. Uh, I host oh, I host that show with Matt David. Matt David, what do you rate this thing? If you're not going to be in any episodes, at least help us with this one. Send us a rating. Matt David, please help us. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, if you if you want a, a book series, guess what? I wrote one. It's about dinosaurs. It's called Megazoic. It's available on Amazon for printing Kindle. It's pretty good stuff. You you did the illustrations. I did the words. Kind of a collaborative project there. Pretty good stuff. Uh, but yeah, Protoxetes. What is this thing? I, I don't know. I'm just, and usually at the end of every episode, we do like a noise of what this thing would do. Here I'll do the noise what Protoxetes would do. There you go. <laughs> it doesn't make noise. It's a fungus. <laughs> what noise do we do? We don't make noise. It would have been a quiet scene. Here, I'm going to edit in uh, a whole hour of silence. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. All right. That's it for this week. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.